0: Welcome to Coach Hub's Spark Leadership Podcast, a platform devoted to exploring the future of work through coaching and behavioral change. This season, we'll be sharing in-depth conversations with some of the world's brightest psychologists, entrepreneurs, HR professionals, and thought leaders. We'll cover hot business topics such as organizational transformation, women in leadership, executive coaching, and navigating work in today's market. I'm your host this week, Lisa Tomlin, Senior Behavioral Scientist and Senior Coaching Solutions Partner at Coach Hub. Today, I will be speaking with Maria Guimaraes, Senior Regional Partnership Advisor for the World Food Program. She is also a certified high-performance and leadership coach. Welcome to the show, Maria. Hi,
1: good morning, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You are most welcome. I am excited to speak with you today. So let's get started. Your career background, working for philanthropic organizations, including the World Food Program, UNICEF, and the UN Women's Program is so inspiring. I imagine that you are making a positive impact globally, but there must be days where you feel overwhelmed or helpless. How do you push through the most challenging days at work?
1: (laughs) Thanks, Lisa. That's a very good question. Indeed, it can be a little bit overwhelming at times when we look specifically at the status of the world today. However, when I wake up in the morning, every single morning, and I'm driven to go to work, I think about all the people out there who need the support, whose lives and livelihoods are dependent on people like me, on people like you, on others across the world, to to raise their voice on their behalf and to take action, to bring a positive impact on their behalf. So... As small as the chore may be during the day, because it is not always glamorous, um, there's a lot of bureaucracy, as you can imagine. There's a lot of challenges associated with with this world, with um, the humanitarian development world. I keep in mind that every small action leads to a big impact. So there is no action so small. There is no action that is not worth doing. When you think about the millions of people out there, whose lives and whose voice are really counting on your support as well. So we try to approach our work from an empowerment perspective, our client, the people in need. And every morning that we wake up, we wake up to serve our client, which are those people who could best use the benefit of our support. The key really is to keep in mind what the purpose is, to connect with your purpose every single day and to remember that despite how small or how challenging the the job may be on that specific day or that task, it is there for a reason, and it does lead to a bigger impact.
0: Thank you, Maria. I really enjoyed hearing about how you are focused on empowering and also focused on advocacy for your clients who are in need. So tell me a little bit about when you have leaders on your team Or as a coach, how can leaders be more supportive of their teams during these times of crisis?
1: That's also a very good question. If we look at during the COVID period, the COVID period offered us an very interesting opportunity to learn and to regroup with our own internal connection and our own purpose. A lot of people felt dispersed. Even within our organizations, people were working remotely. We couldn't reach those in need as easily. We did, but from a very different perspective. We had to be very agile and we had to really adjust our operations, our thinking, our ways of being and our ways of doing. So, of course, in that mix, you know, created a lot of uncomfortable scenarios for people as they were in a situation that was the unknown. I strongly believe that the unknown offers an opportunity for growth. So with this, I take my group, my team, um, and those that we work with in the field, and we bring them together to think about what we can do differently that can really shift the needle. What can we do that we didn't do yesterday that could bring a positive impact to those people that that we serve most, most of all? And we try to really connect with them and connect with their sense of purpose and their understanding of why they chose to be in this industry to begin with. I mean, people don't just roll into this industry, I believe. I think when you join this industry, you join because it is a calling. It is something that moves you and you do feel uh, that you have a role to play to support those in need. So it's a matter of connecting people with that sense of purpose and enabling them to understand that they have the tools within themselves to make a positive impact, that they have the tools to empower others, that they're in a privileged position, if I may say, to be able to do that. So I remind them of that. I remind them of their duty as well to the cause and try to ignite that sense of purpose that got them here to begin with. And that's how I deal with, with the situation. I also think working in an organization like ours and in the in our industry it's a very multicultural industry so we work with people from all walks of life from all over the world all all groups you can imagine and i believe that there's a very powerful link to that. It really offers us a different perspective on life and it offers us a different perspective on on solutions. So I try to bring together a multidimensional group that can brainstorm solutions and that with each other, they can feel empowered, they can motivate each other, and they can offer different perspectives on how we can address issues that we're facing and motivate each other to get the job done.
0: Thank you, Maria, for your response. It's clear that in your field of work that it takes a village. I know that one of your areas of expertise is high performance coaching. How do you coach leaders to recognize and empower high performers in their organizations?
1: Yes, thank you. So my... My coaching work spans beyond my own organization, so I use it day to day in my work, um, but I also use it to empower others outside of my work, but related to the cause. And the reason is because I really, truly believe that today's opportunity if you're talking about business leaders, CEOs, uh, transformative visionaries, today's opportunity is really the well-being of people and planet. And we, in my industry, we cannot do it alone unless we galvanize the support of the private sector, of the public sector, of uh, the general population to go towards that vision, to look beyond ourselves and to really think together strategically of how we are going to address the world's most pressing problems. So that's premise number one. How do we get those on board? I really go out of my way I I work a lot with women entrepreneurs to look at how they can shift the narrative, own their voice and be a part of that change. How they can make a transformative change through their business, through their leadership style by empowering others to really unleash their potential. So with that comes a lot of unpacking. How do we make sure that we understand that when others are successful, we are successful. As leaders, your success is not dependent on yourself. Your success is really dependent on how you bring out the best in other people, how How you enable them to believe in themselves, how you support them to find the best way forward, focus on the best solution for us and empower others throughout their journey. That's how we will be measured. And that's how we will bring about success. As far as I'm concerned, the best leaders that I know today are really coaches. They are able to define very clear visions, but most of all, they co-create with their peers, they co-create with their employees, they offer them the room for growth, and they're not afraid to really unleash their performance. If the team succeeds, you succeed. So that's the mindset that I take on, and I extend the team dimension to those close to our business as well, and those that can truly make an impact. Because I really do believe that in today's world, the business opportunity in any industry that you're in is the well being of people and planet.
0: Thank you. Let's stay on the topic of high performance coaching and pivot to high potential employees or high potential clients that you're working with. These clients are often overlooked for a variety of reasons. Some are less outspoken, others do not have an equitable seat at the table. What can coaching offer individuals who are trying to make an impact and get ahead in their organizations?
1: That is a very, very good question. First of all, What I do with my coaching and and my peers, my colleagues and outside, in particular, when it comes to women, because if you look at history, women haven't always had a seat at the table. We're still struggling. If you look at the latest statistics, we'll need another 300 years to reach gender equality. So I work a lot with women. I work with them through coaching to figure out what their voice is. So what is their style? How can they own that style? How can they own that voice? And I use coaching techniques to help them feel confident, help them feel empowered and help them really be able to unleash what they bring to the table in their own style. We've often been told... uh that you know, if you look around you, you have to mirror the leadership styles ahead of you if you want to if you want to move ahead. I really don't believe that that is the case. I believe that the shift is happening, and coaching can bring that new shift. Empathy, for instance, how you can incorporate empathy into your leadership style, how you can use open ended questions to be able to to bring the best out of people, how you use behavioral change and and cognitive approaches to be able to shift thinking, how you Bridge thinking into solutions versus problems. I think of very powerful tools that I'm training my own uh, woman colleagues and my own staff to use in their day to day, in their approaches to work, in how they stand for themselves, in their voice, but also how they bring their peers up to the table. So, in in other words, I see coaching as an extremely strong tool to shift the paradigm of how we are represented, of our role and leadership styles, and particularly having women at the center. Um, In my organization, for instance, I see more and more coaches coming on board. I see more and more training of managers to become coaches and to use coaching techniques versus your, you know, former very typical hierarchy style leadership uh, mechanisms. We are now using coaching. We're incorporating people, we're co-creating with people, we're getting them a sense of empowerment. And that really is a game changer, in particular to allowing women to feel confident and to be able to take that seat on the table. Organizations around the world
0: are initiating cultural transformations. For example, many organizations have introduced DEI initiatives or integrated hybrid work models. What does digital coaching offer organizations during times of cultural transformation?
1: It offers sustainability and reassurance, two words. I see it a lot, you know, during COVID, for instance, as I mentioned, when our teams, we were completely remote. It was a big organizational shift for us. We were not used to that. And we brought in coaching to support our colleagues. It made them, first of all, have someone to bounce ideas with and have an ally at the table but it built the confidence that by being remote it does not mean that you're isolated by being remote it does not mean that you're overlooked so it empowered colleagues it gave them the tools and the techniques that they need and they needed, to be able to engage in a in a very volatile and shifting world and to still be able to feel connected with their peers and valued as an employee so I really believe that digital coaching offers us so many opportunities first of all you no longer have to be physically Present, so it takes away the logistical challenges associated with uh, with face-to-face coaching or what you would require to be able to make that accessible to people. And second of all, it gives you a safe space in your own home where you can directly work with colleagues of all levels and all statues to help them feel connected with their work, to feel empowered and train them and provide them with the skills that they need to really succeed in their work environment. So I'm a big proponent of this. I think this really is the game changer for the shift that we are facing now. In my industry and and globally, human resource-wise, we are facing a shift and it will continue to shift as the as the world continues to shift. And I think coaching can really provide that safety net, so to speak, to help our employees through this time of transition and through the unknown. How can they be comfortable with the unknown?
0: Thank you, Maria. I really appreciate your comments and how you simplified the value of coaching in particularly digital coaching. So if we think about how coaching helps people, one of the core issues right now is building on cultural transformation is the fact that we have inclusive work environments. And part of that inclusion is how coaching can help people see and understand others' point of views. So how do you tactically address that aspect in your coaching?
1: Thank you very much. So I use a myriad of of tools on how to do that. Of course, open-ended questions would be one of the, the key tools that I use on, to allow people to look at different perspectives and shift their perspectives and put themselves in the shoes of others and the mindset of others. I believe that through coaching, we can empower people to see what others may be seeing and to keep Peeling that onion until they walk beyond their own shortcomings, so to speak. So using things like if you had a magic wand or, you know, really walking with people through daydreaming, through creating visions that are looking at the mirrored perspectives and how you shift that perspective when you jump into the shoes of other colleagues who could potentially be completely different and have different priorities in mind. And helping them to look what that could look like, I think is where we use coaching as a very, very strong technique. In our workplace, for instance, so as I mentioned to you, we have people from all different cultures and backgrounds and we're very strong on diversity and inclusion, as you can imagine. And it doesn't always resonate because people do come from different culture and they have uh, you know belief systems that are integrated that they might not be even familiar with so i use coaching to challenge their beliefs by pointing the perspective of what would it feel like if you were in x y and z position or what could that look like if you were confronted with uh, that specific challenge how would you uh, behave or how would you propose a solution moving forward and putting people, offering the possibility of people to be in the shoes of others really does give them a different perspective and it opens up to the conversation. I also try to bring group coaching into the mix and I believe that group coaching is a very, very powerful tool for colleagues to open up different perspectives because by using myriad techniques to hone in on the different perspectives and different situations and allowing colleagues to shift roles gives them the opportunity to really step into somebody else's shoes and see what that could look like and be a little bit more open and inquisitive to challenge their own belief system, let's say, and to to see what others are bringing to the table. Thank you so much. I would like to shift
0: our focus with the saying that all great coaches have their own coach. So can you share with us one of the most profound takeaways you've discovered from talking to your coach?
1: (laughs) My coach is a hero. Yeah, she's a hero. Her toolbox is is full of wonders. So just for context, I am um, disabled, partly disabled. I am half deaf in one ear. And I've never really considered that to be a part of my identity. However, unconsciously, there was a lot of belief systems associated with that that I wasn't aware. So, and one of those was that I was not good enough, that I, you know, I had to work extra hard to get a seat at the table, that I had to prove myself um, tremendously to be able to feel on par with my colleagues. And that came from my background, etc. long story. But my coach was in a very elegant way one day able to shift the mirror and let me see all the belief systems I had and I continued to take with me associated with my disability that I had believed in myself that I wasn't sufficient enough, that I had to read the room in a certain way, that I had to, you know, I I learned many languages in the process to be able to make up for that shortfalling, um, including how to read, et cetera. So it was the first time that I had such a strong aha moment because it had been a complete blind spot for me that I had been walking in this world. I I could feel that there was a sense of... uh, let's say, low self-confidence associated with a certain aspect of myself. But I couldn't really pinpoint. I always thought it was something else. But my coach, through her techniques, was able to hone in on what that was. And most importantly, she was able to help me see how, in fact, that was never a handicap. There had always been a superpower. Because of my disability, I had grown a very strong sense of empathy. I could connect with people much easier. I could sense the room much easier. There was a different element associated with coping mechanisms that was really due to what I had considered a handicap. So uh, just to say that that lady, my coach, still my coach today, she has been my coach for seven years, really has transformed my life. And it is someone I look up to very, very much. Um... The thing I enjoy most about her, like most good coaches are, you know, they are your partners. They are there to lead you in the journey, but they are there to really shine a mirror and let you see your own potential and help you guide through. She is my trusted partner. She is the person I go to to brainstorm and that I feel that I most have the space that can really help me dig deep and see what is really going on underneath and help me pivot a way out that feels comfortable, feel successful and empowering. Thank you so much for your
0: comments. I know that they will inspire our audience and encourage them to take action. I also like to thank you for being our guest today, Maria.
1: Thank you so much, Lisa.
0: And thank you to all of you for listening to Spark Leadership. Please join us in two weeks for the next episode. You can subscribe to Spark Leadership on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information about Coach Hub programs for your organization, please connect with us at coachhub.com.